G'day everyone, welcome to a special episode of Chewing the Bat, we're going to give you our prelim NRL recap and also a preview of uh, the NRL Grand Final coming up this weekend at Suncorp Stadium. Unfortunately, no producer Frey here today, but I'm once again joined by fellow sporting comrade, Gus, Gus Bass, how are you going? <laughs> Did you not like that? I liked it a lot. <laughs> um, some... Some Russian flavor for our one <laughs> Russian listener, perhaps. In Moscow. Perhaps. Um, comrade. So, comrade. Yeah, good. Good, Jack. I'm good. That's I actually good. totally didn't even hear what you asked me. I'm assuming you just said, how you going? I did, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Threw comrade. Off. Yeah. What do I usually say? Um, fellow sporting diehard. Die hard. Yeah. yeah. Comrade's good. We're in good. season three, so I need to change it up. Business-like. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. But yeah, our, our, um, I was just thinking before our average handsomeness has rocketed downwards. <laughs> well and truly. Without the producer. <laughs> the, the average handsomeness of the room. We should have got Super Saiyan in. Might bump us up a bit. Mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not as much, but no, a bit. Didn't you say that we were out the other night and one of the boys... Dano that possibly Dano said to producer Frey, yeah, like he's devilish, devilishly handsome, something like that. Just admiring him from a from a distance and up close. Well, I I live with the guy, so I don't appreciate it that much. Like I do appreciate it, but I don't notice yeah. it. <laughs> it's and like when you someone, appreciate sunshine. When someone mentions his handsomeness, and I sit there and look, and yeah, it's fair. That's a fair he's call. A handsome, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't occur to me almost. I was like, you know what? Yeah, he's a. So I've taken him for granted. He's a handsome man. All yeah, these years, taking him for granted, which we shouldn't do. No. <laughs> anyway, unfortunately, he's not here. I think he's got some tournament duties, running a junior tournament. Are they squeezing something in before the storms arrive? Yes. Yes. School holidays tournament that checks out. Yep. Yep. So he's doing his tournament. Judy's somewhere in Nudgee, so wishing oh, producer. Yeah. Wow. Big tournament director. Wow. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be very nice. <laughs> Hope they don't take him for granted. No. <laughs> we just post no, on their Facebook yeah. page. Handsome producer Frey tournament director. Matt, handsome producer Frey <laughs> tournament director. <laughs> TD. TD. Um, before we rip into some NRL chat, which is going to be a good one for Harry. Loves his NRL. Um, Loves it. Loyal listener, always telling us. Love the love the pod guys, listening heaps. Love the chat. But usually checks out for the last 15 minutes of our NRL recaps. <laughs> I urge you to stick around, Harry. Please, it's going to be a good one. Please. Please. Not oh, beg. I actually can't... We don't beg. <laughs> I can't guarantee it's going to be good, but at least, at least have a look. Give us a look. Give us a look. Um, before we rip into some content, something nice happened in the week for me we'll get to it anything nice happened to you um, any updates I do have some <laughs> updates queries nice <laughs> things I do have something that I wanted to ask you and Matt but I'll settle for you I'll give you a Matt answer too maybe alright yeah let's get into his headspace yeah <laughs> alright um, I wanted to see if so are you a believer if there's so you know how like toilets have different amounts of urinals <laughs> Just depending on their size constraints. 
and different amounts of cubicles. So like obviously stadiums, lots of them. Stadiums, lots. Sometimes, Small bars, not so much. Yeah, maybe one or two. Yep. Restaurants, maybe four to six. If a big one. Yep. Depending. <laughs> with a cubicle? Yeah, with like the one cube. Yeah. I was in my... Uh, the toilet closest to my desk is two urinals, individuals, not a trough, two cubicles. That work? Yep. Two urinals? On one wall and behind them, two cubicles. But it's a it's quite a narrow bathroom. It's probably not much narrow, not much wider than this room, pretty right? Pretty small, yeah. So the two urinals are pretty close together. <laughs> Do you back the move? You go in and someone's at the one urinal. Yep. If there's an open stall, will you go and we in the open stall? For security purposes. Just to not be too close to someone. But if you do that, do you, do you leave the door open yeah. so people know you're just doing a wee and not doing something else? Well, sometimes I'm conscious of... I, I occasionally do the cubicle walk-in and leave the door open. But then I get conscious of if someone accidentally... If someone comes in. Comes in and then he goes, oh, sorry, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Freak. Yeah. I know. Because the door open is best for the person that's already in the at the urinal. Yes. They see you go in, but they see the door stay open and I, they go, oh, it's just a wee. I guess it depends how busy the place is and whether you back that what no one expect. will come in behind you. That's a good point because that's the fear with yeah. the door open. If it's busy, I think I would go next to. Yeah. If I was confident that we we're in a quiet restaurant, no one's coming in behind, mm. I'll give Joe, Joe Blow. Joe Blow the peace of mind and go into the cubicle. I like that. <laughs> I went to the cubicle, but... I know where Harry would go. <laughs> <laughs> Renowned nervous we are. <laughs> Straight to the cubicle. <laughs> the other day I just went next to. I've spiced up, I've gone both options recently. Mm. Mm. Didn't like it as much. Anyway. Mm, it's a good question. It is what it is. Yeah. What do you think Matt would do? I think oh, I think he's a cubicle guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's too handsome. He's can't <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's definitely a cubicle guy. That checks out. Yeah, I, we could be wrong. Write it in. Juice <laughs> Frey. I'll ask him. Anyway, I have something nice for you as well. As A, a second nice. Yeah, as a, as a, um, as a cruiser skateboard enthusiast <laughs> yeah. and a, a, I don't want to say wannabe, an appreciator of surfing. Who, you or me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Both me. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've seen something that I think you might like and I've been so tempted recently. Not a longboard, not a cruiser board, skateboards we're talking, mm. a surf skate. And there's something with the front truck is like super loose and a it's surf. sort of, it's shaped like a surfboard board. Pointy? Pointy at the top and it has sort little of like... fishtail at the bottom. Little fishtail at the bottom. And you can, you don't... Like it gains speed when you carve, like you're surfing. Oh, so it's a rip. So you can sort of no, it looks like a skateboard though. <laughs> but you can sort of like rip it a bit, and supposedly it's like mimics the feeling and the action of surfing, of carving along the wave. Must try it. I really want to try one, but I don't want to. They're quite expensive. I don't you want, want to, to burn the break the bank. <laughs> I don't want to break the bank right now. I've thought about it. I'd love to try one. If anyone has one, you know what would be close to the feeling of surfing. Surfing. <laughs> I'm trying to build up. <laughs> I'm, try I'm trying to take something I know I can do, which is slowly ride a skateboard with a small step. What, to... is, what does wakeboarding come into that? Well, I... when when close, close friend of ours has got a, a, a boat. boat so. I guess that's... What if, some people get the surfboard on... A, Behind on, the ski, yeah. 
on the wake mm. and just drop like just drop in but as opposed to it's the gotta, actual like it's be quite different right? like a genuine wakeboard where you're locked in but it's ski and scurf which is a cable ski place yep. i i never i never was able to get up on the board i could kneeboard because it rips you it does rip you because you're stationary <laughs> and it goes bang it's terrifying yeah it rips you through I guess that's sort of similar. Maybe that's the next step. I go surf, skate, wakeboard, surfboard. <laughs> Maybe in three years. <laughs> Not surfing first, though. Nah, no need to jump into the no. deep end. <laughs> no need to go crazy. Could be a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, NRL. No, do you have, do you have something I nice? I do have something nice, actually. Had a, um, I didn't go to the wedding, but had a wedding last week. Uh, North Arm resident. <laughs> it's going to be a confusing, um, <laughs> confusing statement for some people. <laughs> <laughs> Had a wedding last week. Didn't go to it. <laughs> I just knew there was one on. Tess and Dan, uh, North Arm locals. Well, one is. One is. <laughs> um, something. This is something nice. Actually, well, first of all, due to COVID, they unfortunately couldn't have the amount of people at the wedding. It was just immediate family and close friends. Well, they already postponed from last year, right? It's double postponage. Mm. Yeah, not good. I get that. You'd be a bit like, let's, let's just get, get it. Let's get it done. Get it done. Let's get yeah. it done. We'll celebrate later. Yeah, have yeah. a party later. Yeah. Um, Tess and Dan. Um, Dan ended up taking Tess's surname, the old Switcheroonie. Joining the Jobbins yeah. firm. <laughs> so I thought that was something nice. That is nice. Yeah. I've n- I'm not sure I've seen it before. It was a surprise. Apparently, a few oohs and ahs. In the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> well, I told you before, um, Harry, who is now stepbrother to Dan. Sorry. <laughs> Stepbrothers? <laughs> Did you touch my drum kit? <laughs> They're all moving in together. <laughs> Should be a time. <laughs> That's what they like with the boat. <laughs> Oh, wow. No. Um, he posted a photo of Tess and Dan with Mr. and Mrs. Jobbins. Yeah, I saw that think, one. Thinking that it was, you know, I thought it was pretty funny. A bit of a piss take. Yeah, I was Rooney. like, oh, yeah. And then speaking to him uh, a couple of days ago, no, it was the real deal. He took it. So that's definitely, that's my something nice from last week. Dan Jobbins. Yeah. I guess he liked the feel. He likes, you know what it probably was? He liked their family motto. I'd do anything to get into the, a family with a motto. <laughs> well, do you remember what the family motto was? Never from behind. <laughs> Never from behind. Literally. Um, Never. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's talk move. about some teams that are never from behind. <laughs> Something there. Or maybe a couple were from behind. <laughs> anyway. I was talking about the scoreboard, Jack. Oh, that's true. Pivot us to rugby league. All right. Well, rugby last football. Last week we had a couple NRL prelims. Yeah, two. Yep. <laughs> the normal amount. Yeah, the normal amount. Uh, well, it's, it sometimes gets a bit confusing because they call yeah, I don't like it. Pre-prelim is called the semi-final. Yeah, in my opinion, that should just be the prelim. Should be the semi. Right. The semi should be the prelim. There's, actually, if there's a prelim, there's no semi. You just call the round before finals still. So they go the first week. So last week was the prelims. So the first week... Everyone plays. Everyone plays. It's a semi? Still, there's two weeks of semis. Two weeks of semis. And then the... No, first week is finals. Just, just, just week finals. one finals. The winner of one in the top pool... Goes to... Goes, uh, gets the, a week goes off. Goes to the prelim. It goes to last week. And the losers in the top pool play the winners of the bottom pool yep. in the semis. Yes. And the winners of the semis go, go to, to the, the prelim. prelim. That's backwards. 
Because the prelim should be the semi, right? Yeah, because it's like preliminarily, before you get to the semi-final or the final, mm. you play a, a prelim. So, it, if yeah, like you said, if anything, it's prelim, then semi-final, then... Maybe they could go quarters, quarters, uh, prelim, yeah. semi-final. Because quarters, you can get a buy through to the semi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you that. can have to play a prelim if you're in the bottom half of the or draw. Or just call it finals, finals, yeah, prelim, scrap. final. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't work either. Grand final. <laughs> Grand final. It's confusing. It is confusing, but um, as the Americans just go for round one, round two in basketball. Although simple, very simple. They have complicated systems in baseball and American football, don't they? So NBA with the old. They just go round one, two, Eastern Conference or Western Conference finals, and then finals. That's true. That's pretty simple. Whereas the NFL starts to have like AFC Championship, NFC Championship. I guess that's like conference finals. Mm. Not really sure. So we might actually have a very simple system. Perhaps. In comparison. We've digressed though. Nonetheless, there were two prelims last week. I remember, last weekend. Do you like do you like the idea of having more teams in the eight? Sorry, more ten was it they're talking about? Were they? Yeah. Um I like the idea of more finals footy, but I don't know if the competition is that deep to go to 10 at no, this stage because think, think so. of like the titans and the knights had losing records well there was such a segregation from the top two and then like the top four mm. and then the bottom of the eight and then there's like almost below that three like, different segre- segregations like i guess sharks titans knights all would have put up a similar amount of fight yeah definitely I don't raiders think, as well sorry i like eight eight's nice with a 16 team comp we don't have the depth to go 10. It's going to be 17 in another year's time. Who are you tipping? The Dolphins. I hope so. With the Munster. Get him up here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so last week good, we had... Good dancing in Redcliffe, I've heard. Good dancing? Mm. I might tempt him up. <laughs> what? The dancing scene. In Redcliffe? <laughs> what are they doing in Redcliffe? Just dancing. Okay. Fair enough. I was born in Redcliffe, so... Oh, were you? I actually knew Chipper that. Chippering, but it's next that's door. Red, that's Redcliffe. Yeah, it's over the bridge. It's like when I called North Arm Noosa. <laughs> yeah, that's Noosa. So, so pretty much live in Noosa. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's in the same region. Um, so we had the Rabbitohs taking on Manly Seagulls last week in the prelim, mm. Mm. the preliminary. I thought this was going to be a bit closer. Yeah. 36-16 was the final score. Yeah, Manly's done this a couple times. DCE didn't look good in the first half, I'll tell you what. Got a bit frantic. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's strange. They're like, they've been, they're a strange team. Because, I mean, before the finals, it was really talked about that they hadn't beaten a top four team. People kept saying that, remember? Yeah. But they had beaten the Eels when the Eels were in the top four, and the Eels were a good side. That's right. So it was a bit like overblown, but then it turned out they did have two sort of comfortable losses. Just I guess that's just the way it, it breaks, but... They looked better than they... I think they could have been closer, closer, to, closer, to, the, closer to, the, to the bunnies than they were. So I think Tom Travojevic can have the games that he has when Cherry Evans plays bad. Um, I think it was a bit of a case for that last week. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't know. I think the thing is, like, he does get into dummy half where he gets into, like, first receiver sometimes. So he can, like... He's capable of cutting out Cherry, but I guess, I mean, it's a, I guess it's a bit like saying you need to have the team play well 
to really have a have a good positive impact yeah. on the game as an individual, which can be the case. That's true. Well, um, ended up being a very convincing win by the Rabbitohs. Cody Walker turned it on. Mm. Um, Do you see that the tr- second try he scored? He was like on the ground and then got up. The bomb came down. Cook Cookie gets it, goes down the short, and what a kick too! Really good inside of the left. No looker, bang straight, and then yeah, um, Cody just got up off the turf, and scrambled and found found it straight in his mitts. Just just thought that's probably that's he'll put yeah. it all be there <laughs> yeah. and sprinted, and you can't like you can't sprint thirty meters dead out every time for a loose ball. You'd be gassed. It's incredible, but he just was like, I think it's on. Plus, Cookie just found it. Found the hole pretty easily too. Yeah, he he looked he looked sharp actually. Australian well. Australian beach sprint champion. Beach sprint champion. Cody showed us the beach sprint. Oh, yeah. The beach sprint with the it's beach got, sprint. Got some wheels. Um, off off the turf. On the other side of that, also at Suncorp, Storm lost to the Panthers in a pretty grueling match. However, yeah, it was tight. It was probably tough. probably Storm's worst performance of the year in terms of completion and drop ball. I can't remember what the end completion was, but I remember looking up at one point. It was probably sixty minutes in, and they were running like fifty nine percent. Yeah, so, like and we haven't seen that literally good. all year. I don't think I've ever seen it. No. I, <laughs> I can't recall a storm team coming out so and just dropping ball. Yeah, and still a close close loss. Still though. really close, and they had and it came down to the end. Poor old George Jennings dropped a try scoring opportunity in the first half oh, that's, when yeah. it was six nil. Costly, straight straight in the before. bread basket too. Straight in the breadbasket. Anyway, 10-6 to the boys from Mount Druitt. The Penny Pants. Where is is Mount Druitt in Penrith? Mm, sure. They're close, I would think. <laughs> I th- but they're separate. It's Western, They're both Western Sydney. I think Mount Druitt is... Look it up. We need producer Frey. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one today. I'm not familiar with um, Western Sydney geography. So, and we saw Brendan Smith... Leave the field early, as well as faking a shoulder injury, but potentially having a this is, HIA. Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> and then um, was it Christian Welsh? Yeah, before that. Before that, so but he stayed on for like five, six minutes after he had a big stumble, which was pretty poor. It's next to Penrith. There you go, the Mount Druitt boys. <laughs> close. Is, yeah, it's close enough. Close enough. Um. So yeah, a tight win for the Panthers, who now obviously take on the Rabbitohs in the grand final. Who would have thought? After the fir- they played each other first week too. Didn't wouldn't have seen it coming, and I I actually didn't see the bunnies getting up on them that week. Here's a question: Would you rather have lost to the team you're about to play again three weeks later, or have won? Because probably a loss a loss fires you up. That's what I'm half thinking, but the bunnies obviously will say, "Well, we know how to beat them." But is that the best thing you you don't? Because they beat them by being more fired up. They beat them by being in their face, like defending really well, getting after yeah. them, ruffling their feathers. Now they say, when you say to yourself, "Oh, we just have to be intense and we'll beat them," well, does that stop you being intense? Well, I still think the rabbit, even though the Panthers lost last year, I still think the Rabbitohs have a bit more to play for here. They got a lot of yarn. Yeah. Because everyone, there was a lot of, they lost two games in a row to Penrith and Melbourne by 50. Remember? Yeah. And everyone said, anyone who's had 50 put on them hasn't won the Prem. So we're like, Is that right? Yeah. So we were like, all right, put a line through them. Then they got 50 put on them again. 
It's like two in a row. It's like, all right. And then at the end of the season, Luttrell gets suspended. And again, everyone goes, they can't. Like, they're a good team, but they can't go all the way without Luttrell. Yeah. So it's a bit of a surprise. Anyway, then you're running with, well, Reynolds is leaving, Wayne's leaving, Gagai's leaving. Could this be the shutting of the foreseeable window? I think it's got to be. Plus the whole Benji Marshall fairy tale. And Benji. Oh, they got a lot more to play for, I think. But the boys from Penrith will be super fired up. They won't want to lose two grand finals. No. That'll, that'd hurt. They've, both teams have grand final experience in that way. Cody Walker yet to win a grand final? Yep. I don't know who partnered A. Reynolds in 2014 in the halves. Was it Sutton or was he playing in the back row? He would have been playing in the back, back row. Back row. I'll have to Google that one. Yeah, I'd be interested. Who's afraid? Not here. Hot fingers? <laughs> Look at me with the hot fingers. Say something, Jack. <laughs> Cover for me. Um, Blake Taffy. Mm. The youngest... The fudge sorry, man. The, the um, most inexperienced player to ever play in a grand final with seven games That's seven games nuts. under his belt. That's pretty nuts. In a crucial position. Probably, the yeah, the most. Dylan Edwards is also... Oh, Luke Keary. Oh, of course. Man. Luke Keary about and, that. and Renault. And Lottie Takiri on the wing. What a team. Dylan Walker in the centres. Forget Sammy about Burgess, that as well. Sato. Johnston, Inglis. Ben Teo. Chris McQueen, your favourite. Yeah. <laughs> it's a red hot team. Red hot. Anyway. And to be able to come back and play a grand final for South, I think they've only got two players in the team that were there for that grand final. Tom? Yep. He was on the bench, I think I just saw. Three players. Tom, Renault. Johnston. Johnston. So. Whereas Penrith is pretty much all of them. So to be able to rebuild, yeah, all of them. To be able, <laughs> to, be able to rebuild from 2014. That's a pretty quick, quick turnaround when yeah, you lose. Quick, yeah. So whether they're. John Sutton, Greg Inglis, Sam Burgess. Like they're, like they're plenty all marquee of big players. names. Mm. At the time, was it Appy? Appy played in that, was the uh, starting dummy half that, yeah, there you that go. game. Because Isaac Luke was suspended. Yeah, well, how good's Appy? He just keeps finding grand finals. Anyway, so we're going to look at the halves first. Okay. Bit of a halves battle between Luai and Cleary, Cody Walker and Renault. Mm. Does youth or experience come out on top of this one? True. What are they? Like 31 and 31 <laughs> yeah. or 31, 32 and like 23, 24, yeah. something like that? Close to the double. Hmm. Who would you rather have? To steer your team around. I would take the halfback who has an association with the Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> Broncos legend. Here's I'm what all, I do like. I'm also steering that way. Whoever wins, Penrith or Souths, a Broncos player will be arriving at Red Hill next year with a premiership ring. Capewell or Reynolds. <laughs> That's good. Great for the boys. It's good juju. Great juju. So, I hope it's going to be Renault. I hope it's Renault, but I think... Oh, man, that's a really tough... Like, Cleary has the bombs, which no one can catch. Cleary ended Mansour's season with a bomb. <laughs> yeah. He, like, twisted his knee up. Yeah. We don't talk about that. No, that's He's true. out here ending, ending seasons with his bombs. But Renault does have everything. He's probably the best 40-20 kicker I've seen. He can put he can put kicks on a dime. They lost the prelim last year. They're throwing darts. And he was, like, that much toe on the line, you yeah. remember? Yeah. When they had, like, five minutes left, yeah. it would have... They were coming. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, I kind of want to see South get over the line. However, I do love the story of Penrith. I think there's about six or seven players from Penrith in the current squad that came through the system together. Yeah, well, there's, together. That, there's that photo of Luai and Cleary at, like, 15. So, that's pretty cool. In, for like, a, the Penrith yeah, junior jersey. For a, for, for a junior team to come through the system, play together for however many years, and then go to win a premiership. Because a bunch of them, like, even... They're not all from, like, Western Sydney, but, like, Yo's from Dubbo, Burton's from Dubbo. Like, they've got this big catchment of, like, sort of slightly inland New South Wales. <laughs> and they've all just drawn... Liam Martin's from somewhere up there as well. Speaking of Western Sydney, what did Flandy's pronounce one of the Manly players' name? It was, like... Osho, Osho Alloy. Osho, Osho. Osho. Osho, Osho Alloy. Alloy. <laughs> Josh Aliolo. Alloye. Alloye. You're just as bad, mate. <laughs> Oshay, though. Yeah, that's... That's he a funny was, one. That tells you he's so rattled. He knows he's, like, messing up names <laughs> when he can't do Josh. <laughs> like, he's like, oh. oh. He's like, he had to say Hamoli Olakuatu yeah. before that. And he sort of got oh, through it. a tough one. And he's rattled. And he's like, ah, Oshay. Oshay. <laughs> My man. Oh, Vlandis. St. Vlandis. St. Pete. Um, so yeah, a battle with the halves. It's going to be... I actually don't know who I'd rather have. So two unbelievable kicking games. I think Cody Walker and Renault have um, better stats combined in terms of line breaks and line break assists. Well, Cody has like a million try assists for the yeah. year as well. So that helps. It's a tough one. Pretty evenly matched. Also evenly matched on the wing. Crichton... Who we got? Crichton and Toto mm. up against Yin Yang, Jackson Paulo and Alex Johnson. I take the Penrith wingers. Me too. Youth? John- Johnston is a really good finisher, but I think the opportunities he gets on that left wing, Crichton could finish. Or Toto is their left winger. He mm. could finish. And then the meters that Toto gives you, freak. It's unbelievable. Inside of them though, Gagai and Campbell... Campbell Graham. Yeah, the big long fella. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> and then the Penrith centers are Burton and... Momorowski. Momorowski's held mm. the spot down. Yes. Looked pretty good last week. Mm. It's another tough one. Yeah, pretty even because like Campbell Graham and Momorowski, maybe I'll take Campbell Graham by a shade. Yep. Burton, Gags, I'd probably take Gags, but Burton is really good. He's really good for someone who's meant to be a five-eighth. He's an unbelievable player. Mm. People say people. Have, I've heard like whispers on the breeze of um, Freddie Fiddler because he came in and he played a bit of centre when he was a young fella. Yeah, right. Moved to sort of lock five-eighth. You'd take that comparison. Yeah, you'd take it. You'd take it, all right. So that's a tight, another tight battle on the edges. Also, one in the forward pack. James Fisher Harris. He's a scary man. Proper of the year, I think. Yeah. He was. Very scary man. Mm. Um, Moses, Leota. Also tough. Tough fella. Tough running. Viliame. Mm. Big Bill. Capel and um, Isaiah. Mm. Really good forward pack. Jesus, that's bloody good. Really good forward pack. Up against Mark Nichols, who I haven't seen the much goat. of. The goat. <laughs> he played pretty well last week, actually. Yeah. He's... Um, Tavita. Column on a tonguey. Did I get that right? Column. Column a tonguey? Column a tonguey. Is that how you pronounce it? Keon. Keon, yeah. Yeah. Column, I think so. Column a tonguey. Column a tonguey, yeah. 
Jaden Sewer and Cameron Murray. Also a pretty good pack. Although, interestingly, probably not as heralded before this year. Like, do you remember? We, it's sort of the vibe was like, oh, the bunnies are heavy in the backs, mm. but their forwards were a bit less heralded. And then they've sort of like Colomatungi has made a bit more of a name for himself this year. Tavita Totola probably as well. Yep. Do you think Cameron Murray being in that forward side makes the south side the better looking side? <laughs> That's actually a tough battle. You see Jerome with his hair out at the Dally M's <laughs> on the other side of the script. It's pretty tough. That is tough. It depends if you're a chin person or not, <laughs> I would say. Or a chin or a jaw person. Yeah. yeah Cam-, Cam Murray is pretty undefeated though. Yeah. Any team he's in is the best looking team. Isn't he in Bloat FC? I think he's the captain. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be very nice. Um, and the interchange on the bunny side. Captain Benji. He's not yeah. actually the captain, but he's the captain. Spirit. Tom Burgess, Jacob Host, and Jai Arrow. Pretty, pretty, good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty big bench. Yeah, big bench and good <laughs> bench. Jai Arrow off the bench is like, that's pretty quality. Um, actually, Tom Burgess off the bench as well. I always guarantee Tom Burgess to drop about one to two balls. But he could do something freakish. <laughs> that's true. You remember when he won the game against the Tigers? That's true. He just went. But he also half dropped it at the same yeah. time. <laughs> Even when he was scoring that try, I remember watching. I was like, he's probably going to drop this. <laughs> and he sort of did. If yeah. And people were like, "What's that drop?" <laughs> Best of both worlds. If there's too many people around and too much to think about, there's probably going to be a drop ball from Tommy Burgess. But he has grand final experience. Yes, it's got a bit of ticker. Huge. I imagine it's a huge ticker. On the other like side. Far lap. <laughs> The big cost. <laughs> Coming in late. Mm. Um, on the other side, Tyron May, Scott Sorensen. How's the legs on Sorensen, by the way, last week too? Chasing down Hughes? Yeah. Quick. That was nuts. Jerome <laughs> would, would love to have that one back, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We'd love to have some fresh legs under him as he took off with no one in front of him. <laughs> um, yeah, Sorensen. Uh, Spencer Lanieu. Mm. Runs and, really hard. And Liam Martin. Runs really hard as well. Really good bench as well. Another good bench. Different. Slightly different vibe, but maybe, I mean, Tyron May, Benji, similar role when they come on. Yep. Then you got forwards. Not that different. It's just a very 50. Ar- Arrow and Martin are similar players in yep. some ways. That's true. Pretty even teams, I must say. 50 50. And, mean, the, and the fudge man out the back in Edwards. That means the value's on the rabbits. What's the, what's the odds? 225. I wonder what... Uh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Penrith... Would you put Penrith the favourites? We're going to be talking our tips soon, but... um, I don't know because they haven't been playing that well. Like, they haven't been playing... Well, they've been playing really... Like, okay, I said that wrong. Because they've been playing incredibly well to win these games with their defence, right? Like... I know what you mean because... But you sort of think... Of, although they're the best defensive side in the league this year... They, they have so much attacking flair if it turns on, if it clicks, that they could be, they could have both. They're a freakish team. Well, should, should they have won by a bit more than against Melbourne? I mean, Me- Melbourne also defends well. Yeah. Like, I think it's impressive that Penrith has won these two games, 8-6, 10-6. But if they all click, that'd be hard to beat, knowing that they can defend like this now as well as turn the points on. The bunnies are a bit the same though. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough one. 
Blake Taffy's been playing well for a rookie too, so... Fudge man. <laughs> Fudge man. Whoop. Is that his name? I just made it up. <laughs> Taffy. Taffy. <laughs> You're welcome. There's good... Uh, Mount Tambourine. Good fudge. Is he from Mount Tambourine? No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just fun fact. Lots of fudge stores in Mount... Up fudge Mount, of consequence and note. I don't, I don't know why. There's lots of fudge up there. Maybe it's good climate there, for making there fudge. There are a few, aren't there? Along the I main street. a couple. There's at least three on each side that yes, sell fudge. fudge. And I'm like, oh, there's a fudge store. And producer Frey was like, that's the that's shit bad, fudge. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's that one. Mrs. Brown's or whatever it's, it's like, called. It's confusing, man. It's like six stores. Fudge is fudge. Yeah, anyway, fudge in Mount Tambourine. Wouldn't have you, thought it was that different, hey? If you want fudge, some good fudge, Mount Tambourine. Fudge of consequence. <laughs> Go to Mount Tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Tambourine of, of fudge fame. Um, so we're going to go into our tips. We're going to talk winner, winning margin, Clive Churchill medal, and first try scorer. I haven't thought of this yet, so I'm just going to go. <laughs> Me too. This is, this is how I feel when I arrive. I'm like I'm ordering my food, and I still haven't decided. And you just got to back yourself. To panic by double QP, please. Just go. I will have. Are you are you the type that when you're getting something something from Uber Eats or a takeaway to go for the same meal option every time because you know it's going to be okay? I do. Or I, do you dabble? Yeah, I probably... Yeah, my personality probably defaults to the same more <laughs> often. Just real beige. Is, I wouldn't say they're all beige, but... Good if, option. If it's good, it's good, I guess. <laughs> it's <a> bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would say it is easy for me to default into the same thing. I get caught in that. Especially on Uber Eats. They make it real quick for you Puts now. it up the top. Straight away. You want this again? <laughs> yes, I do. I do, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Spicy cherry tomato and olive gnocchi from Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers. Oh, how good are they? Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. I was about to drop an F-bomb there. Oof. Oof. We are explicit. Anyway. Rarely made use of. Rabbitohs, Penrith. Who are you going? I just have a feeling it's Penrith will win. I'm going rabbits. I want the rabbits to win. Oh, you want the rabbits? But I think I'm going to tip Penrith. I just have this feeling. In a low-scoring tight battle? Um, I feel like 2015-16 were both tight grand finals. But since then, we've had them sort of blow out a bit, if memory serves. Yeah, Cause uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm tipping... I think it's going to be a low-scoring first half. And then it's sort of and someone think, gets on top. I think Cookie... And on the other side, Appy, going to play a big role Oof. in breaking, breaking open scary. the defense. Yeah, that's scary if you're a defender, mm. especially the big boys in the middle. So, I'm going to go Penrith plus. Well, I'll go. Or I'm going to go one to twelve, but I'm going to predict the top end plus ten. <laughs> Penrith plus ten. I'm doing the same thing, but on the other side. <laughs> <Coward. I'm> like... <laughs> I'm torn here. I, I, For me, I'd like to see Benji go out. Me too. That'd be pretty cool. And a retirement afterwards. He said he's not sure. <laughs> it's because he might lose. He's going to do the Cam Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Remember last year in the speech, Cam Smith said one more thing like 10 times. Yeah, one more thing. It's like he knew. And it's like, one more thing, I'm going to retire. No. No. Nah. And one more thing? <laughs> no. And one more. He didn't retire until like two weeks out from the next season. <laughs> Stitch up. What a joker. Too good. Um, yeah, I'm going rabbits by a field goal. Wow. Mm. That's exciting. Reynolds? No, Taffy. 
the the fudge man. Yeah. <laughs> Reynolds to set Reynolds to set up on the right. He's I think they're both right footed. He's right footed. Is Reno right? Yeah, Reno's right. On the right, he's going to get rushed. Taffy's going to be deeper. He's going to go straight to Taff. Because he did, he did the goal kicking last week. Yep, pretty good too. They said Reno might have had a groin thing. It was a bit under wraps. Mm. He did do well. Did very well. Um, Maybe they set up Cody on the left, Fudge Man on the right, and it goes to the Fudge Man. That's what I'm tipping. I'm tipping a field goal. Probably at the 78th minute. Wow, that's exciting. I can't <laughs> wait for the game. I'm, now I'm excited to watch. <laughs> I'd much prefer that um, to plus 10. Your first try scorer? Bizarre. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to go past Biz. Big Brian. Um, Sliding in on the wing off some slick move. You're going to go Biz. I'm actually going to go Gagai. That's exciting. Mm. I like a Gag's try. I like his celebration. And a good finisher too. to the camera. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, Clive Churchill. Since I'm tipping Penrith, I guess I have to stay there. It's It's not often that the Clive Churchill goes uh, goes the other way. I will go Cleary. He hasn't... He's two years he's been close to and could argue perhaps should have won the Dalliem. Or you'd give it to Tom this year. But there was there was at least chatter about him being mm-hmm. a Dalliem winner. There's all the chatter about him being sort of like heir to the Andrew Johns throne. There's all this chatter. He's led New South Wales to a shield. He's the prince that's promised. It's all sounding real good. The voters, that's all in their heads. If your team plays well, the halfback usually gets the nod. Yep. Cleary. Unless there's an outstanding. So I'm, that's, I'm thinking the exact same thing. In my heart, I wouldn't mind Damien Cook if he had, has That'd a good game. That would be pretty cool, actually. But at the same time, Cody Walker, for them to win, is going to have to have an absolute blinder. Oh, that, yeah, and I can all see eyes, that happening. Which all eyes would go to him. So yeah. I'm going Cody Walker for the Clive Churchill. That's a good tip. But Damien Cook to have a blinder. I'd be keen to see it. Mm. Damien, he's been playing really well the past few games, hasn't he? Just this a year, actually. Yeah, just but playing a bit more, playing a bit more freely too. Yeah, he's almost, almost like more within the flow. Like it seemed like in previous years when he wanted to impact the game, he's like, "I'm impacting the game. I'm taking a run," because he's a beach sprint champion. But now of the world, of the world, <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> But now he's sort of, it just seems like it's just happening, like it's in flow. Like that run just appeared for him last week and he beat a tackle easily, went down the short mm-hmm. and put the kick in. He's not forcing it, it's just happening at the right time. If you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, he's, 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 he's taking the right option at the right time, always. I like that. So to recap, you're going Penrith. Penrith plus, 1 to 10. T- plus 10. Plus 10. 1 I'm to do- 12. I'm doing the exact same thing. No, 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 I'm not. I'm doing <laughs> rabbits by a field goal. Yep. By the fudge man. Yep. <laughs> Such a bold tip. I like it. <laughs> Bit of value in that. And you're going first try scorer Bizza and yep. Brian Toto. Yep. I'm going to go Gags, Dan Gagai. Yep. Mackay, born and bred. Special <laughs> <laughs> Queensland shout out. And Cody Walker for the Clive Churchill for me. I'm going to go Nathan Cleary. The chin. The chin. What a chin it is. Chin of consequence. <laughs> it is. That should be his, his lead in. They should do, the NRL should do like what the NBA does. Announce the players. <laughs> yeah. 1 to 17. 
No, nah, just the starting lineup. One to thirteen. The chin. Here comes that's that's <laughs> WE. WWE. Here comes the chin. Um that pretty much wraps us up. Man, it's well, exciting though. It's gonna be an exciting game. And look, the coaches, Bennett v. Cleary. Yeah. I saw Ivan said he's gonna stay in the background this week. He's learned his lesson. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you see Wayne, there was like some someone said there's like a theory. Cause they I did, love Wayne Bennett theories. They did ask him about the Broncos, right? Yeah. And so he didn't bring it up out of nowhere. But the theory I read was someone saying he saw his opportunity to take two days of attention off the boys and onto him. Mm. And he relishes that. Like he does it all the time. Like right. he's happy to be in the spotlight because they're not talking about... Because a lot of people were saying it was a very tactical thing last oh, yeah. two weeks ago, the blow up. Yeah, he's oh, like, talk about me, talk about the refs, whatever. Mm. Took all the attention away from the players. Don't talk about whatever's happening in the team. This would be like when the Maroons were like, yeah, we'll pick Reese Walsh. Sure. We'll pick him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Well, we're, we're picking him. <laughs> picking him at one. Yeah, he's starting. He's starting. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? And then he, of course, hamstring mm. and wasn't. No, no other talk but Reese Walsh. Mm. I guess it's a good tactical play. but I don't know. No. It was a theory, but they did ask him about the Broncos. So he didn't bring it up. Like He just answered the question, to be fair. The Bronx... Didn't he say that the Bronx told... They undermined him. Yeah. They said like, oh, he's passed it to the bunnies. Was another story. Another bad Bronx story. Yeah. Well, now he's in the GF and where are the Bronx? <laughs> Next year though. The Bronx and the Bulldogs will be the only team, aside from the grand final winner, to end the season on a win. That's correct. Look it up. And then, who, and then the Bulldogs spooned. But they won the last game against the Tigers, so we scratched them. And the Broncos finished. They won the last game against the Knights. Good momentum coming in for next season. Also lost. <laughs> the Cowboys lost the last game of the season as well. The Warriors lost. The Sharks lost. And then the Dragons lost. And then we're talking finals teams. So everyone loses but the grand final winner, baby. Will that momentum carry to round one? We hope 2022? so. We certainly hope oh, so. We hope so for the Bronx. Come on, please. Give us a look. Please, Kev. Do something. There's a, oh, Renault. It's a good team. Kurt's going to be there. They're so, they've had so much more spirit in the back eight games. It's been great. They've just been playing been, really hard. Yeah. It's and been, since Ben Eichen came in. Yeah, I'm excited for a new Broncos turnaround. Bit of a revamp. And Dave Donaghy. Mm. So they got... The new CEO and a new head of football, which I think was a big deal. Got rid of some of those fat contracts. Started playing hard. We're not talking about the Broncos. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Next week. All right. That wraps us up. Thanks for listening if you've come this far. Tune and in. Should be an epic game. Tune in. Yeah, Great players on both sides. We'll be giving you, I'm sure, an elaborate and detailed discussion post-grand final. Yeah. How, how good. It's been great. Thanks, Gus. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> See you, mate. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>